0: Hi, Mom. Hi, G.
1: Okay, this week, we're going to be doing with Lauren Adams, dates.
0: Oh, I've had them. You
1: have? All right. Well, I'm going to call you back after we talk to Lauren Adams about dates, and we'll see if I enjoy them, but let's start the show. I never had a plum or tuna fish, baby, no. Let me try some new exciting dish. Baby, no! Bok choy, colored greens, pad thai. So many foods I haven't tried. I'm kind of scared to eat them. I won't lie! Welcome to Baby Mouth. I'm Jimmy Smagula. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Baby Mouth Pod. You can follow me on Instagram at Jimmy Smagula. Season two is here, people. Are you enjoying so far? I hope you are. I'm having such a fun time eating these foods for the first time that I've never eaten before. And don't forget, if you have a chance, if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to support it and you want to continue, the best thing you can do is go over to our new Patreon page. Oh, yes, we have a Patreon page. And you could subscribe just as a general support for $6 a month. You know, we're going to be doing episodes every other week, like I said, so that's... $3 an episode, that's not that much, is it? I mean, I spend more at the Starbucks when I get my Venti Pike with whole milk. Or, throw me some money on Venmo, at Jimmy Smagula. There's a little link tree on the Instagram, on my Instagram, and on the podcast Instagram. You can click on the link tree and... PayPal the podcast. PayPal the podcast. I love that. PayPal the podcast. We got to keep this going. I'm having a wonderful time, and I'm super excited now. Look, dates. I have no idea what to expect. Are they sweet? Are they savory? Are they salty? Do they taste like a vegetable? Are they a fruit? I think they're probably a fruit, but I'm not quite sure. Are they like fig-like? Because I enjoyed figs in season one with Melissa Fumero, but I don't know if I'm gonna like these dates. But I love my guest who has suggested these dates, and you love it too. You've seen her on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as Gretchen, my favorite sister wife. You've seen her on Modern Family. You've seen her all over the place. And I love her. She is a wonderful person. Lauren Adams. Lauren, welcome to Baby Mouse.
2: <laughs> First of all, you've got the best voice, and that was a great intro. So thank you. Thank you. I hate
1: my speaking voice. I think you know when I was a little kid. When I was a little kid, people would say, "Ma'am," you know, blah blah. They would call. They they would think I was a woman because my voice is so high. So I'm always like very conscious of my voice.
2: Oh, interesting. Well, you know what? F those people and their weird gender norms. Okay, Lauren, how are you doing? You
1: You recently moved, kind of recently, like from New York to LA, right? You were in New York. Yeah,
2: twenty eighteen. I mean, recent in terms of like uh, viable, active, vibrant, non-pandemic years. Yes, summer of twenty eighteen.
1: Wow. How do you like Los Angeles? It's a big change.
2: It is a big change. I always say, and you, you know, you're a New Yorker, so you get this. Um, I say that I think. LA is a bad city with a good quality of life. And New York is a good city with a bad quality of life. So it's like, cause LA isn't a city. It's like, I remember taking a pottery class when I first moved here. Cause I was also, when I moved to LA, I was like, I'm going to take pottery. That's my LA persona. Love it. And the pottery class would get done at nine and I couldn't get dinner and everything was closed on closed. Monday at nine. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. So I had to like, make sure I had food at home, which in New York, I would just like pick up even a slice of or course, something like something. that. Um, but I think that my life is nicer here. The weather's nicer. My adrenal glands. Thank me. Yeah. I'm like in distress less. Um, so, and, you know, I met my husband living here. Yes, married congratulations. here so. It's a recent marriage, right? A year. Yeah. We got, yeah, we got married in December of 2020 on zoom. Just like we're doing this podcast, wow. baby. <laughs> what was that like? actually really great um, because we tried to treat it as much like a real wedding as possible yeah. and everyone was in like super lockdown at that point right. and so it was like we did a full ceremony we had our friends film their kids doing flower girl stuff <gasps> we had everyone film all their oh. readings and their songs and then we um had everyone dance like on zoom and we had a guy host it who would like feature different people and like cut to the videos and then we did breakout rooms, which were like your reception table, and we went and said hi to everyone. Oh at my the room. god, how fun is that! And
1: you could probably invite as many people as you want because you don't have to pay for it.
2: There are four hundred people on there. There you <laughs> go,
1: and it cost you ten dollars.
2: It didn't cost ten because I did get a, a beautiful dress. We paid for the person who like ran it. Yes, we got a bunch of really beautiful flowers and made like a beautiful flower background oh in our god. house. I'll send you some pics. Oh,
1: I would love to see that.
2: And um. And uh, we like paid our musician and yes. did you no, have a that- special
1: video person like streaming? Did you have to do like a special someone for that?
2: So, yeah, we had this guy, Michael, who was so wonderful. And if anyone's interested, please shout out to Michael, right to up. the podcast, baby you-
1: mouth podcast. I'll, I'll get gmail. you his
2: info. Cause he was worth every, he was the most expensive thing, but worth every penny. So we like did a planning session with him. He told us what he needed. We got all the files. He like put them in the right order. And then he basically made himself available. He gave a number on the day and was like, if anyone needs to contact me to help them get on Zoom, if your aunt's having trouble, they could text him and say like, Michael, I'm having trouble. And he would like help them figure it all out. And he had a Zoom like, account i do now but at the time i, I have didn't the zoom
1: interview. pro now i don't even know why i have it i got it when i started so can this podcast
2: for more than an hour so you can oh is that why
1: hour. but i never do more than an hour because who wants to listen for more than it's too much i, I think my I episodes are already too long
2: <laughs>
1: now why i want i just want to ask you i always find this interesting i'm backtracking a little bit but why did you choose? Did you go to acting school, college, university, and then you said New York is it? Were you an East Coast? Are you born and raised in the East Coast? Why New York yeah. and not LA immediately?
2: I find this always so, fascinating. I've got a good answer for you. I'm from Maryland. Okay, so I'm an East Coast person. I went to Elon University yes. for music theater. Oh, so, wait! I didn't know.
1: I, did I know that?
2: I don't. Why think don't so. you sing
1: for me? I just don't anymore. Ever. <laughs> Do you not even audition for anything? You don't want to be on Broadway and come from away or something?
2: I just got sent a breakdown for I'll tell you what it is when we're not recording. I just got sent a breakdown for a musical. And I was like, um, and I wrote my reps and I was like, I think this is too big of a sing for me. And they were like, well, why don't you just do it? And we'll see. And I emailed my friend, Kevin, who's my voice teacher. And he um, is, you know, I see him like. Every two years when I have to do a musical yeah, audition. Yeah, yeah. Which not the favorite often. kind of
1: client of a voice teacher no, just because.
2: Least, I'm his least favorite. Well, you can't cram
1: for a singing audition, people. I mean, oh. I don't know how many listeners are out there auditioning for things, but you can't cram. It's not like cramming for a geometry test. Like,
2: So I did not do that audition because oh. I was like, I
1: can't, I can't do this. Would you go do a Broadway musical? Yes, I would love would. to.
2: Okay. I, I need to be better about my singing voice and you know what i was a lazy voice student in college too really
1: what were your songs in college that you would sing what was your big song if you had to sing one song right now for like a big broadway casting director if i was like here's bernie telsey and you have one song to sing what would it be what was your go-to song
2: I think like Gucci's turn from me. Love it. Like With my, my hair resolution. Mrs. Burnside. Mrs. Love Merzine. it. And green. then my like, my like pretty 20s ingenue song was Greenfinch. Love so, it. you know, love or it. Mr. Snow. We love Mr. Mr. Snow, Snow for an acting Snow. moment. Oh my
1: God.
2: And then my favorite like standard is all the things you are. Beautiful. I love that one. I love it. I love beautiful. it. So, um, yeah, that, those are in my book. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> I it. Had a got book. four songs and it's The four songs there. in my book.
1: But now you're concentrating on television because you had a really big yeah. breakout with Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Huge breakout. You were on every season. You're in that crazy movie where I picked my own destiny or whatever the hell you're supposed to do on the remote control. You can control. pick so many
2: destinies. You can pick a, a jillion. Yeah. We got it with
1: like our Nintendo controller or something. Mm-hmm. Even now you did it. And then we picked what
2: you guys were all doing in the movie. I don't even think I've seen all the journeys. No. I like there's so many I like I keep trying to be like I think I'm missing a plot line but I don't know how to was that to fun it.
1: to film the Kimmy Schmidt movie or was yeah. it like horrific because you're doing like 90 different journeys
2: I so I'm very small part in that I mean I just have one little mole woman thing in a bank and then I'm in the wedding at the end and so when I did the wedding at the end that's when you get a taste of all the different versions yes. and it was it was like you're in a little bit of a groundhog's day where you're like having to sort of like do these different ending versions. And then there's the hero version. And then there's the, like you lost version go again. And then there's all this stuff. So wow. um, it is a little bit of a groundhog's day, but it was really fun, especially cause that was the last day of filming. And we were all together at that wedding. So it was wow. really fun. And
1: that was, that was the really last fun. day of Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Cause the series yeah. had ended before that. And then yeah. the movie and it's like, yeah. there's nothing else going to happen. This is the, this that's is it. it. That is it. That, must that have have been is emotional. It.
2: It was. It's so funny because I felt like we really said goodbye to it when the series ended. And yeah. so then it was like, oh, my gosh, we're back.
1: Right. Because <laughs> there was no so talk soon. of the movie before the series ended or was there?
2: Mm, no. Wow. No, not to me, at least. I'm sure maybe Tina and Robert were talking wow. to Ted Sarandos about it. But that's so um, yeah, fun. I
1: didn't.
2: Tell me about your
1: eating experience here in Los Angeles. Because in Ooh, New York, baby. have you found your kind of go to places in Los Angeles? Because it can take a long time to find good. There's yeah. a lot of places to eat and you got to know yeah. where to go to get good food i find.
2: Yeah, so i think um i have you watched City of Gold on Hulu? No, what's that? Okay, i think you should watch it in your food journey. i was thinking about this as you were eating lob with with cool yes. huh? and i was thinking about it also when you were eating pad thai and i was just thinking thank about Thank you for
1: listening. Can i just say thank you for listening yeah. to the episodes? i appreciate
2: of that. Of course. Um, uh, the thing I'll talk to you about the thing I'm most shocked about after I say this. Yes. So about th- this podcast. So I think you should watch City of Gold because I think what LA does really wonderfully is like the unassuming, incredible strip mall restaurant. So absolutely. like absolutely. So like Jitlada, which is like the quintessential Hollywood tie joint, one of the most famous, is in of City it. of It's in City of Gold, which is about Jonathan Gold, the late yes. LA Times restaurant yes. critic. And he was a champion for like these small, usually immigrant restaurants that were serving really incredible, authentic food. And he was like, I don't want you to be afraid to go to a strip mall that we're in the middle of nowhere and sit at a table and eat something you don't know what it looks like. And it's really beautiful because he really changed. That's you. He really changed these people, these restaurant owners lives because yuppie white people who read the LA Times started going to them and they started getting small
1: restaurants
2: really, really busy. And so, you know, you can go to Alhambra and go to the San Gabriel Valley and get incredible dim sum. You can go to Hollywood and get incredible Thai. You can go. So I think it's so cool that all these like tiny unassuming restaurants are like, Oh, Anthony Bourdain used to eat here when he was in LA visiting and tap coffee or whatever. So I feel like I was already into food. I worked in high-end restaurants in New York and I was, Uh, What people would call a foodie. And so it was exciting for me to kind of get into this new level of like crossing off things on Jonathan Gold's 101, which I try to get a list called the 101. Cute. Oh, yeah, the 101. And so I try to eat as many places off his last list. And
1: what would you say? Do you have like a top five? Do you have a top cuisine? Do you have a top meal? If I could pick you up right now and take you to your favorite, what would your LA favorite Place like if you had one place, what I know, just uh, just like, jump Tell me off a point.
2: price limit. <laughs> no, there's no <laughs> limit.
1: I like, oh, mean, like a I'm no like, boo? If you're
2: treating. We're going to major domo. Never even heard downtown. of
1: it. Never even heard of it. See, downtown,
2: I never heard of it. It's a David Chang restaurant. Downtown, never
1: That's
2: heard of. really good. What kind of food is it? Korean.
1: Wow, I don't know if I've had any kind of Korean
2: food. We have Koreatown, you've got to go to Parks Barbecue and get. Oh, uh, I've had Korean gotta... barbecue where they
1: bring the meat raw and you cook it yourself.
2: You've had right? You You've know, had Phil Korean
1: Rosenthal food. took me to Korean barbecue. That's who I had that with years ago, probably six or well, seven years ago. It's and good, I was right? like, the f- meat looks raw. And he's like, yeah, see the thing it in the is. middle of the table? <laughs> you gotta cook it yourself. I'm like, you cook it yourself? But it was delish.
2: I'll tell you, when I went to Korea, they always cooked it for me. I don't know if that's just an American thing, but when I went to South Korea, I've been twice now, they've always cooked They cook the meat for you. And so. at Major
1: Domo, do they cook the meat for you? You gotta cook it yourself. It's
2: oh. not Korean barbecue. Oh. It's just uh, it's a very beautiful, fancy restaurant where they have Korean dishes. Like they have a big short rib and a big pork butt and they have mm. like a large format things. And then they do these like flatbreads and it's really, it's really good.
1: And is there like a go-to ham? Do you, do you eat meat or are you you're must be? You're talking about pork butt.
2: I do eat meat. I'm doing a meatless January, but were you mm. going to ask about a burger? Yeah. What's a favorite LA burger? Burgers never say die. Love it. It's near, I think you live there. Yeah, over yeah, that
1: yeah. Way. And it's a brick and mortar now. It used to be just a backyard. Just a pop up. Somebody yeah. wrote, I think it was Farley Elliott who did an episode in season one of Baby Mouth because he's the editor in chief of uh, LA Eater. I think he was writing yeah. about these incredible pop up during that the happened. pandemic that happened and have just. Exploded and there's. Did so you have
2: Secret Pizza? I had, had Secret, secret pizza? pizza.
1: I love the um, Nothing But Cutlets. You ever go to Nothing But Cutlets? No. In Los Look at them on Instagram. They're delish. Okay. We follow each other. I love the Nothing But Cutlets. And the Secret Pizza is like a New York. It's a Jersey. They're from Jersey. Oh, they they're are? from Jersey. They are.
2: Cause I talked to them. Cause I live right by where secret pizza is. And I was like, I lived in Brooklyn for 12 years. I love your pizza. And he was like, I'm from Jersey. Like I love when my East coasters wow. really love my pizza. They left they're the
1: Jersey. pizza out just on a chair. Like you don't need, I yeah. didn't even see a person.
2: I saw a person, but that's cause I'm early. Cause I want it hot and
1: fresh because mm, i love la pizza but la pizza is artisan pizza it's fancy it's pizza, like, right and it's not it's like super expensive but it's not no. raised it's a slice not a it's slice, not a slice right you're not going in getting a slice two slices and a coke for six dollars no. like that's not it's a full it's
2: sourdough crust yeah, it's, it's oven yeah
1: fry wood fry Good. oven whatever delish different and we're it's lucky. Different. We've had Moza, We've had. There's Yum. another pizza place in West Hollywood called Pizzata.
2: Delish. I haven't been there yet.
1: We could go there for I've, lunch. It's delicious.
2: I would go. Have you been to Ronin? Is that? That's in West Hollywood. Do you work, Ronin? No, I don't know. wait, That's in West Hollywood,
1: Ronin. I've heard it's of that. really
2: good at sourdough pizzas. Did we ever go there? Or we were thinking of going there. It's good. We've been Out to so many too. pizza
1: places. 'Cause Bridger, yes. my boyfriend, loves pizza. Desano. Love DeSano. We're there all the time. You know what we enjoy Tasano so though is the meatball sandwich. They have a delicious oh! meatball sandwich with cheese. I know fresh, delicious cheese. Desano pizza eat. is so good. It's Everything's good. fresh and delish. I like
2: the meatball pizza, so I like the meatball sandwich. And it's hard sure. to
1: find good meatballs, I have to say. Some of the more famous, I won't name them, but there's a very famous kind of hip hot Italian restaurant in Los Feliz. I won't name it. You don't like the meatballs there. I know what it is.
2: It doesn't feel Italian to me, but I like it cuz it feels like New York and I like
1: yep, the Yep, I like the ambiance. <laughs> yep, I like the ambiance. I like going I just went there with a friend cuz he suggested it for dinner. It's yeah. not cheap, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed being there. The food. Can I
2: recommend some great. another Italian place that is has good ambiance? Please. Blair's in Silver Lake.
1: Never heard of it
2: it's not also not that far from you okay. um i don't know why
1: we're not better friends
2: it makes me so <laughs> mad because there is a pandemic <laughs> i don't care
1: the pandemic is oh isn't the pandemic over isn't
2: haven't we crested?
1: aren't we going down i
2: hope we're going into end are you exa- are you exhausted
1: by the pandemic because i am truly yeah i am exhausted by it
2: yeah yeah and i think yeah. it's
1: changed my whole Brain in not a good way.
2: I mean, I think for sure, I think everybody's brains are messed up right now.
1: I had lunch with a friend yesterday. I had lunch with a friend yesterday, and he said, "I haven't seen you in so long." And he reached out to me a couple days ago, and we had lunch yesterday. And I said, "Yeah, I don't reach out to anybody anymore." Even even Bridger said to me, "You've become antisocial." Antisocial. Me. I have a huge (laughs) personality, this huge Italian man. Like I love. What are you doing with it? (laughs) Not that I'm doing this podcast, but I mean, and that's something and you know, we're busy auditioning and working and stuff and that's good. good. But man, I really, that is the one thing the pandemic forced me to become insular and I haven't let go of that yet.
2: Well, I'll just suggest this to you because I love Bridger as well. Maybe you guys come over, we get a secret pizza or two, mm. and we can eat it on our deck.
1: We would love, listen, we would love Cause to- Because we're a six
2: minute drive from secret pizza.
1: We don't need, I don't even care if we go to, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. We'll do, we'll come right. over and hang out with you any Now, what about these dates? Let's get into the these dates. dates. Okay, let's get into dates. I send my guests, a, uh, my guests, I send my guests a long list of foods that I've never tried. It's an extensive list. Some of them, some guests <laughs> even call it shocking- and you picked dates which I you
2: picked a few things you picked a bunch of things because I love food so I got excited you were very I mean
1: you're terrific with food (laughs) and the choosing but I thought dates would be good because I don't really know I don't know much about dates I don't know I feel like they're purple like figs I'm not quite sure tell
2: me about your history with dates Okay, I feel like I didn't know have a date until I was a grown-up oh. that I knew about, that I was like, I haven't had a date as in, a child. And I think I was like you. I was like, are they a prune? Are they a fig? Yeah. They felt similar to me, right? Um, and they felt old lady somehow, like a date. But it's pru- right?
1: prunes are the old lady thing to me. And I've had yes. prunes because I've had some gastro problems in my past that- train wasn't leaving the station and i was like (laughs) let me have some prune juice and i was just drinking and it worked it worked it really worked but
2: i've never had dates so i um i feel like i started getting into dates kind of a couple of years ago because it feels like they got and this is gonna sound like very um uh, they they got popular they became trendy yeah, kind of. I feel like in cooking. And I also think that's because, like, Middle Eastern cuisine got trendy. Yeah, interesting. Um, like, everything was Middle Eastern small plates, especially in yeah. L.A., I feel like. And so, like, dates were popping up in recipes and on menus. And, like, you were just eating things with dates. And also, I had something called... Sticky toffee pudding, which is a date cake, which I think maybe you have a version of, but but there it is my favorite cake of all time.
1: Well, let me tell you because you said to me, get the dates, and then you said get this date cake at Bakari, yeah, which is a restaurant in Silver Lake. So yes. let me get into this with you because something kind of magical happened Whoa. at Bakari. So last night, Bridget and I had dinner plans to eat outside with a friend, very safe. And it was in kind of that area in Silver Lake by Bakari. I've never been to Bakari. I never heard of Bakari. I thought it was called Bakari. <laughs> so I uh, called, but you can't get in touch with, no one answers the phone. Yeah, There's no, no phone if you want to make a reservation. I wouldn't either. I yeah, wouldn't I, don't, I don't blame them. They don't have enough people to answer the phones. They're busy with, it's a very popular, very, very good restaurant. So we pull up, Bridger stays in the car, and I go into Bakari, and there's like, 20 literally, I'm not exaggerating, 20 people waiting to get to the host stand. Wow. This place is super popular, and it's gorgeous. It's outside. There's trees. It's all lit. So I cut in front of the line, because I see two women that are dressed as though they work at Bakari, and I say, hi, I'm sorry. Could I just get a date cake to go? And the woman was like, to go, a date cake to go. I don't know if we do that. And I said, it's okay. I said, you know, I'm going to eat it on a podcast, on my podcast tomorrow. Well, here's a tip, people. If you want to be treated like royalty in Los Angeles, just tell someone you have a podcast.
2: Oh, my gosh, Because when I
1: said, I'm going to eat this on my podcast tomorrow, it was as if I turned into Beyonce. I turned into Oprah. I turned into American royalty. Oh, a podcast. Hold on a moment. She went over to some French gentleman, shaved head, beautifully dressed. And I heard him say, oh, we will make an exception. Then she disappeared. She said, follow me into the restaurant. Now I'm through these big two big gorgeous double doors. Yeah,
2: those doors are pretty. I'm
1: sitting on a bench. She goes, hold on a moment. The general manager of the restaurant comes over beautiful man his name is g just the letter g magical g he says hi i'm g i'm the general manager i said hi i'm so sorry i just want a date cake to go because i'm going to eat it tomorrow my podcast he says i can't give you the date cake now if you're going to eat it tomorrow you yeah, have to have it fresh it Fresh. i said g you don't open till 5 p.m we're recording tomorrow afternoon i have to have it now he said i will be here tomorrow <gasps> Anytime you want to come, I'm always here. The chef will prepare it for you. It comes with a little bit of ice cream. Let me know what time you want to pick it up. Here's my phone number.
2: Shut up. Text
1: me when you want to come. I said, G, thank you so much. G must stand for generous. (laughs) So we leave. We have our dinner. This morning I text G. He's like, I said, how about one o'clock? Great. I go over there. He shakes my hand. He brings out a delicious warm date cake and a scoop of vanilla ice cream. I said, please let me pay you for this. Oh, no. Don't. It's no (gasps) charge. So I have to say, Bakari, that man G is gold. (laughs) I think G stands for gold. He is gold.
2: This is a great story. Every
1: single person that works at that restaurant in Silver Lake is a beautiful generous soul. I can't wait to go there and eat. Now I said to him today, now I have your phone number. So I'll be texting you for a reservation. He was laughing. He's lovely. They gave me the cake for free for the podcast. So So if you're in Los Angeles, and you can get a reservation, because it's a very hot place to eat.
2: Yes. And there's a couple locations. There's one. I don't is, know from there, the other locations.
1: There's... I only know G at <laughs> Silver Lake. If you go over to Silver Lake Bakery and you see G, tell him you heard Baby Mouth, Jimmy Smagula. Yes. He the is podcast. lovely. I had the most magical experience. I can't wait to go there and eat. I, I want you to eat the cake. All right. Well, I'm going to first try just a raw date.
2: I mean, not okay. raw,
1: but I mean with no. Let me ask more. you
2: this. Did you get them? Are they pitted or not pitted? What do they say? This
1: says dried and pitted.
2: Okay, great. So you can just pop that in. If it's not pitted, there's a big stone in the middle,
1: like a big pit, like a sea. No, that's so funny. That's how dumb I am, Lauren, because when I saw that it said pitted, I thought it meant it had a pit in it. No. Literally, this is what a baby mouth. I'm a baby brain, even <laughs> when it comes to food. I was like, oh, there's pits. It says pitted, meaning it's there's pits in it. No. no
2: it, it has been pitted
1: wow i mean it's amazing anybody listens to this podcast
2: i'm and you got to... medjool dates medjool dates are yeah, now what is this because this is trader
1: joe's this says deglet new war dates they're only three dollars
2: oh they are they're not medjool no, oh, what, they? oh, deglet... Deglet what is that i don't know it's a variety of um so i was reading about dates yeah dates are old. They're from like Mesopotamia. Dates are so freaking Whoa. old. Dates have been around forever, mostly in the Middle East, Northern Africa, but they grow lots of places. I mean, we have a huge, we grow a ton of dates in California. Yeah. These in are India.
1: grown in California. These are Trader Joe's organic, dried and pitted deglet, Noor dates. They're probably de noir or something, but I'm saying so, deglet Noor.
2: It stands for the royal, they're called the royal date is what I'm reading. And oh the God. difference between the two dates seems to be is that um, those ones that you have, the deglet or deglet, um, the nor deglay dates are, are smaller and darker. Ooh. And so medjool dates have less thick flesh than the ones you're about to eat and are less chewy. So you're going to get a little chewier of one.
1: What do you mean flesh?
2: Well, it's okay. So it is kind of like, think we're in a fig region. Okay. Do you have dried figs or fresh figs? I had dried figs. And then also okay, I so, put
1: them in the oven with bacon wrapped, but
2: I tried them alone first. So you can also bacon wrap these dates, Jimmy, which was the thing I was going to tell you. Delish. It's called Devils on Horseback. And I think that might've actually been one of the earlier dates I had too. I had it at um uh the Spotted Pig in New York. Spotted Pig. Devil's on Horseback. So they had devils on horseback, which are bacon wrapped dates. Wow! All right, I'm going
1: to open this package. I just want to Great. say there's a lot of carbs in these dates, and a lot well, of sugars. Well, there's sugar,
2: but let me tell you, I I read for your diabetes that they're low on the glycemic index. Interesting. All right, because so I think it might be a better sugar for you. Because
1: car- well, there's a lot of dietary fiber, three grams, but there are, there are thirty grams of carbs in five dates, and twenty five grams of total sugars. That's a lot. They're,
2: They're mostly sugar, I think. They're sweet. If they're mostly
1: sugar, I'm going to love them. Because how do you yeah, think there's... I got diabetes? Not from hating sugar things. <laughs> well,
2: from your, from your, gen- you have. Yeah, gen-
1: but I love. Oh my God! You know, for <laughs> my my birthday just passed, January fifteenth. Happy birthday to birthday. me! Thank you. And all I asked for was Bridger to get me a Baskin Robbins ice cream cake. So we got a huge. I'm still eating it. Yeah. I'm just hacking my way through it every night. <laughs> it's so good, but I'm having small pieces for the diabetes. Don't worry. All right, I'm opening up the Trader Joe's. This is good ASM. What is it called? It's good. ASMR. Yeah, ASMR. Very hip and trendy for my audience. <laughs> my trendy audience. All right. Let me smell. Yeah. You know, they smell like a Fig Newton cookie.
2: I, I'm telling you, they're not like figs flavor-wise to me, but they're not not that's like figs. That's what it smells like. Now these, okay.
1: All right. That's interesting. They're brown. I thought they were going to be purpley, and they're now brown. I'm
2: nervous that there is a pit in there. Am I No, wrong? it says pit-tid. It says pit yeah. yeah.
1: They're brown and kind of, they almost, I don't even know what, they look Um. almost like plastic wrapped or something, you know? Yeah, because like they're a, shiny. Have anything been done to this date? No. This is how it comes out of the... Just the pit's been removed. So it's shiny like that?
2: Yeah. I mean, they're a fruit technically, so that to me is, a, is like a dried one, but I think mm. they might dry on the vine, like... All right.
1: All right. I'm going to try this. I'm skeptical now that I'm looking at it. I have realized during this podcast that I am much more of a visual. Yes.
2: You don't care about texture. I don't care about
1: texture. I care about what it looks
2: like. Which then for me, I'm like, you can eat any. I think your baby mouth is going to be like a PhD mouth in any, any day now, because if you don't care about texture. The world is your oyster, not but texture, not oysters not because oysters, you don't.
1: Like <laughs> Nothing from the sea, really, so far.
2: I know. I feel real. like we could turn you around on not anchovies, but anchovy paste. I feel like I could turn you around paste? on paste. Does it have garlic in it? Yeah, it'll have garlic. I would make you an anchovy pasta that had like garlic and and red and red pepper, and like you would like it because if you liked the lob, which had fish Delicious. sauce in it, you can like the flavor. We just got to church it up a and little. And it's bit. funny
1: because you. You literally offered to make me like three things. You were like, I'll yeah, make you then And I was like, "I'm not making me anything. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's and get a bag of dates. <laughs> Here I go. Dates first time with Lauren Adams from Kimmy Schmidt. All right. I'm going to taste this. Here I go. We'll work the whole thing in.
2: Yeah. Why not?
1: I like that texture. Yay. Oh. Mm. That's good.
2: <laughs> Let me
1: tell you what it tastes like to me. It tastes like a sweet Earl Grey tea. Okay,
2: yum! That sounds great. They're
1: very sweet.
2: They're really Holy dates Christ. are super sweet. Oh my god, is that sweet? Yeah, that's why you saw how much sugar and carbs there are. They're all sugar.
1: That tastes like a delicious sweet Earl Grey tea.
2: Yum! I'm gonna have another one. I wish you oh, had yay. some. T- they're really good. They're like a fun uh, you know treat. what? I usually always have dates in my house and I was going to make a date cake to eat oh one with God, you in solidarity so and I don't have any, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get some dates after this. You're so so, sweet. Cause I, I
1: never sell, tell the guests. I always say you don't have to eat anything. I just eat, but these are so good. I kind of want you to have one. So I'm going nice. to have another one. I like the texture.
2: I'm glad you like the texture. I'm going to send you also, I'll send you some date recipes because I have a really Mm. good chicken and date recipe. Mm. Savory date. Dates, the sweet with the savory, like the bacon wrap date is so, so good. I love the texture of this because it's in like a pod almost. It's in like a little casing. Like how the skin comes away from the sticky Mm. part. Yeah, I like that too. That's very good. Wow. I want to know if
1: my listeners have such a liking To dates like I, you can write into BabyMouthPodcast at gmail.com and tell us. And I'll let Lauren know if you enjoy these dates. Now, I gotta eat. I'm so excited. (gasps) The cake. I'm so excited. date
2: cake is so good. Date cake is so yummy.
1: I mean, this has caramel in it. It has bacon on top
2: of it. I think it's called like the best cake you'll ever have.
1: Oh, my God. All right. Oh, wait, I'm getting it out of the package. Gee, really put this in a firm package for me.
2: Oh, that's so sweet. There it is. I want you to see it Oh my God, beautiful. Isn't that
1: gorgeous? (gasps) This is going to be a midday treat. And the ice cream's melted a little bit, but I'm going to take a little. Well, you know, before the ice cream, I'm just going to take a bite of this boccary cake. Here I go. There's a little bacon crumbles. It's so beautifully made. And is that caramel or what is that? It looks a green. I think it's a caramel. Oh my God, it smells like <laughs> kevin are you kidding all right here i go date cake from bakari thank you g oh mm. it's oh good. my god the podcast is over because i'm just gonna sit here and eat this cake for the next half hour. isn't
2: it so good date cake is so good because it's like sticky because the dates are so sticky you know it's so, date cream. cake is so good mm.
1: oh my god with
2: the vanilla ice cream <laughs> we've lost jimmy <laughs> lauren with the ice cream it's so good
1: do you enjoy ice
2: cream i love ice remember cream. remember when
1: i saw you at ample
2: hills we saw uh, you saw me at ample hills on a bad date i had met the man who is now my husband four days before that and then i went i had already scheduled a date with that other man and went on that date and it went so badly and you didn't look was- very happy I told Seth because Seth was like, I'm not going to see anyone else. And I was like, I already scheduled a date. After
1: one date, he said, I'm not going to well,
2: see anyone else? so I'll say this about my husband. We met each other and went on four dates in five days because he was living in Nashville oh, at the time. Wow. So he was in LA for work. So we went on four dates in five days. And then he left on the fifth day. And um, I was like, I have a date tomorrow with a guy that I planned a week at ago. Apple Hills
1: now closed r.i.p kind oh. of i mean I terrible yeah. terrible service and small
2: scoops for eight dollars well i the original was on my street in brooklyn yes I we went there Vanderbilt, many times and it was great yes and then it just they had sold the company at that point that's oh, whole thing but yeah so i did go on that date and it was like it was bad i'd been out with that man previously it was bad compared to the other date I had had with him wow. and it was extra bad compared to well, yeah. now, my now. Now husband.
1: four dates in five days. I love what we're talking about dates on a podcast about dates. And
2: about dates. Four dates
1: in five days. Did you feel any like this feels crazy or were you like this feels great?
2: It was kind of just always easy to say yes. Like we went on a hike on our first date which is such an LA thing and I resisted it. Oh my <laughs> office lights just turned Whoa. out
1: on
2: me. I resisted the hike date for so long because i i don't know i like wanted to control it and i wanted to like look nice and have nice lighting and have a drink and then i realized that the hike date is good because you don't have to sit and stare at someone you're like doing something you're doing a hike and then also has a length of time when the hike is over i always thought coffee was see for me
1: because i don't like to really exercise i try i go to the gym when i can i really do i go twice a week
2: I know. I got the dog.
1: We walked the dog.
2: Oh, that dog. Oh,
1: my God. Coffee's good because coffee can be 20 minutes. It could be two hours.
2: Yeah. And that's what happened with Seth and I. We went on a hike and then it was going so well that I said, like, do you want to get a coffee at Trails Cafe down at the bottom of Griffith Park? And so we sat and talked for a couple of hours. And then he said... Hey, are there any restaurants you're excited about in New York right now in L.A. right now? And I said, yeah, actually, this one Baru, which is closed, was a Jonathan Goldwreck that oh. I really fell in love with this really cool fermented food. It was awesome. Wow. It's like Korean inspired. The Baru was so cool. They opened a space downtown in um, Union Market. Oh, yeah. I said, yeah, Baru, And it's closing soon. So I want to go again. He said, well, are you free tomorrow night? And so I said, Sure. And so it was just always easy to say yes. And then when we were out for dinner, we went for drinks after it turned into like seven hours. We made out in a parking oh lot. And then it was God. like, do you want to get coffee tomorrow morning? Do you want to, you know, so it was just easy to keep saying yes to Seth.
1: It's funny because in these situations, you could feel like your head is telling you like, don't do like four dates in five days. You're yeah. ruining it. You're going too fast. Yeah. But if you just follow your heart it and you never just never felt that like up, that, you know,
2: like, And I think I learned dating Seth too, because when he left to go back to Nashville, he wasn't coming back to LA for like a month. And I was like, is it crazy if I go visit him in Nashville after I've known this person for five days? And I remember my friend Emily saying like, you're never going to break up because of something that you did. You will break up because you aren't on the same page, but it's not because of what you did. It might just shed light on it sooner, but that's not the reason. And I was like, oh, okay. And that gave me safety to be like Kind of really put myself out there, and my husband's very open-hearted. He was very much like, "I really like you. I'm not seeing anyone else." That kind of thing. He was like very honest and open-hearted about it all. So
1: love in the time of a worldwide pandemic. I know.
2: And then we got married and got our dog, Bunny. All I time.
1: know your dog. <laughs> we got to talk about our dogs real quick before we our pitbull beauties. <gasps> our so beautiful my dog pimple. is not a pitbull. I thought really? she was. No. So I rescued. My beautiful dog, Edie, which I talk about Uh, all the time on this podcast, go rescue a dog. And she was... I think 70 pounds when I got her. Now she's 80 because she's nice and healthy and happy. But I thought for sure. She's so loving. She's so, she'll put her paws on you when you're laying down next to her. She looks like a pit bull. So I'm like, oh, I got a beautiful pit bull. And I knew she was American Bulldog mix. And I was like, okay, American Bulldog mix with pit bull. So we did the DNA test where you put the swab in her mouth and she was, you know, not having it. 100% American Bulldog. But that's a bully breed. Yeah, but it's not a pit bull, It's right? not an American or bull. Sh- yeah, that
2: there's is. not a staffy or an American pit bull, but that's a bully breed, oh, she's so the, They're so sweet. I mean, she is the most beautiful And I love girl. Bunny. How did Bunny, you get we don't Bunny? know what she is. We got we rescued her last year. Where? She's um, from a rescue called Blue Man Dog Group. They're great. They're in LA. They're wonderful. Oh, wow. They mostly do dogs. They pull dogs from shelters mostly that have like behavioral issues. So they do really high energy dogs like Huskies, yes. um, Malinois, yeah. Shepherds. They really specialize in those. And my beautiful elderly Pitbull, um, they just loved her. How she old was is special. the dog? She's 11. Oh, how
1: beautiful. So you adopted a senior dog.
2: Yeah. People. I like them sleepy.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't tell you the joy that the dog has brought myself Bridger, mm-hmm. my boyfriend, and mm-hmm. everyone who's ever met the dog. I mean, she's a beauty. But I would, s- I would imagine it's the same with you.
2: Yeah, Bunny is so. She's like the sweetest, friendliest. She's mostly deaf. They cropped her ears
1: yeah.
2: at some point in her younger life, mm-hmm. and they're too cropped. They're like exposed, and they got infected, yeah. and so she can't really hear. She hears like the kissing sound and a really high whistle, but. <laughs> She's like, loves everyone, loves every dog, oh, loves it. She's the just best. the sweetest, best little girl. I just I love,
1: love I, I love having a dog. I wonder if a dog can eat dates.
2: Um, I, I, go, I did, go, you know, my number one question that I asked Google is can a dog whatever eat? I'm prepping for dinner, can a dog eat this? <laughs> um, Let's see.
1: Edie loves celery and carrots. And should we give them to, we give her carrots funny. as a treat. She thinks they're a treat. I'll oh, be, do you want a treat? And she goes nuts. And then I hand her a carrot.
2: That's like bunny. She loves cucumbers. She loves carrots. She loves celery. So good for them. She likes... They can have dates, I'm reading, oh. but they're high in sugar, so they should just be a special, special Maybe treat.
1: Maybe special treat. Maybe Edie will have a date with me later today. Oh This was cute. so good. I love
2: this. I love these dates. I'm going to send you some date recipes. I know Bridger bakes you cookies. Maybe we can get a date cookie in the mix.
1: Wow. Is there such a thing as a date cookie?
2: I think you can make dates with everything.
1: So good. And this date cake, I can't wait to eat the rest of it. Oh, my gosh. I have to end this podcast so, so I can go eat
2: the rest of this cake. <laughs> it was so good. I'm glad you liked it. Well, Lauren. I'm really glad you liked thank it. Thank
1: you. I can't believe the time is up already. It went so fast. I know. I feel like we're just chatting away.
2: <laughs> thank we you could. so much we, for coming
1: on could. the podcast. Thank you for, for having me for bringing me the delicious dates and the delicious date cake. And thank you to Bakari and G, the general yeah. manager, G. for a magical experience getting this cake. Incredible. What a wonderful time this was. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Jimmy. It's time to talk to Lois, my mom from Jersey. Can she get on Zoom? No, thank you. Here comes Lois. Here comes Lois. Hi, G. Can
0: you hear me? Yes, very well. How's it
1: going?
0: Good. I'm tired.
1: You're tired today? Yeah. You had a long day.
0: Yes. And the kids left late, so. Oh, boy. Anyway.
1: Well, that's one more day. You're being a good, a good grandparent, right? Oh, yes. Now, do you remember your grandparents at all? Did they watch you when you were a kid? No, I don't remember them ever watching us. No, no. Because your parents watched me a lot.
0: Yeah. When I went to work part time. Yes. But then you went to nursery school. Remember?
1: Oh, I loved nursery school. I know. I used to read to the kids. Yeah. I was the king of nursery school yep i used to read to the kids right
0: oh yeah and you were like four because you had to be they started at four so i sent you there
1: and didn't the woman who ran it just knock on our door and say i'm starting a daycare yes and i said oh my son will be there uh, how much was it do you remember
0: well uh, i don't remember what it was a week but you only went like um I think I, I dropped you off like near nine and till one. Oh, but then you used but you used to stay there longer like to two or so, <laughs> sometimes to two if you, you know
1: that's so fun it was right across the street
0: yeah right you know bottom of a church yeah in the I basement love that. basement of a church
1: saint matthews right that was it lutheran yep i didn't know what that was i mean i didn't know any different religions except catholic which is what i was raised right right but now i don't go to church that's not good well (laughs) we're gonna have to agree to disagree. To disagree. <laughs> <But you're, laughs> so your grandparents, did you have a relationship with them? Oh, yes. Yeah. Where did they live?
0: They lived in uh, around the corner
1: Oh, from our
0: old house. And um, what was I going to say?
1: Yeah, we li- when
0: we were born, we lived upstairs from my grandmother and grandfather's house, my mother's mother and father. Oh,
1: wow.
0: Around the corner where Aunt Liz lived.
1: The, we in lived that upstairs- house?
0: upstairs yes
1: you lived there
0: yeah when we were born until we were about i don't know how old seven or eight then we moved around the corner to our house i didn't
1: know that i don't know anything about your grandparents
0: yeah well i don't know much about my father's parents i remember my grandfather my father's father he lived with us for a while but my grandmother uh, she died very, very young. I don't know her at all.
1: Oh, wow. Of
0: pneumonia or something.
1: And what about your uh, mother's side, her parents? Yeah, that's the one. And my what about your father's side? That's
0: what I just said.
1: Oh, my, he, I thought you only they said They lived people.
0: in Garfield. Oh, you no, didn't my, say
1: anything about Garfield. Sorry, but they, you did my not. My
0: father's parents came from Garfield. They lived in Garfield. That grandmother, my father's mother. yes. She died very young. I don't know her at
1: all.
0: But my father's father lived to be 92 years old. Wow. And he, yeah. And he lived with us a couple couple years. Isn't that
1: something to think like? I wonder what years they were born in. Your grandparents. 18 something. (gasps) Isn't that incredible? The way life just goes on and on and on. Yep. It's amazing. I know. I can't believe I'm 46 years old. You probably can't believe you're 75. I know. And Mike's going to be 41 in a couple weeks. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Time sure flies. Time just goes. So you got to have a good time. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm happy I'm trying these foods, to be honest with you. Uh, What are we trying?
0: What did you try today? Well, this
1: week I had a great time with Lauren Adams from Kimmy Schmidt. Did you ever watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No. Have you ever watched anything at all on Netflix ever? Have you ever seen Netflix? Yes. The kids watch it all the time.
0: There's (laughs) all kinds of-
1: Oh, so you have it on at your house? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we have it.
0: Yes. We have Netflix and we have uh, Disney and all that stuff.
1: But why don't you ever watch? There's so many shows. I I, I go to bed 10 o'clock
0: at night. I'm up, you know, downstairs, whatever, eight (laughs) o'clock. I go upstairs and watch television. I don't know. I watch the two stories. I watch Home and Gardens, and that's about it.
1: I know, but there's so much fun things on Netflix. They have, like, Home and Garden shows on Netflix that you you would enjoy.
0: Well, I like my Home and Gardens. I watch on regular TV.
1: Well, I'm glad. I didn't even know if you had Netflix or you knew how to even access it.
0: I don't know how to really access it, but we have it.
1: Well, this week we did with Lauren Adams. She was on Kimmy Schmidt, which you've never seen, and Modern Family. You ever watch Modern Family? Yes. Yeah, she was been on that a couple times, and we did Dates. Dates. I've had dates. (laughs) Thank you. And that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I had dates. What do you think of them? How did you have them now? Because I had them like in a package, and they were
0: yeah, kind of yeah, like that's... they
1: have almost like a skin on them.
0: Exactly. Well, they were like a fruit. Yeah. They were. I don't know. Like too like sweet. I I didn't like them.
1: Well, not surprising, but yes, they're very sweet. But sweet. I loved yeah, them. They were delicious. Oh, they're so yeah. Good. They come
0: in a package. Yeah.
1: But I was afraid they, they would be too, you know what I mean, for my sugar. Too, too much I know, sugar. me
0: too. I tasted them once or twice, but they always consist and dates and uh, figs and dates and
1: yeah,
0: all that stuff. But uh, nah, they're too sweet for me. I, I yeah,
1: like they them. are sweet, but you know, I also then had a date cake.
0: Oh, how about dating up bread? I never Ooh, had date cream bread. cheese, and you put cream cheese on it.
1: Really? When did you have that?
0: I had it. I used to have it a lot, but I haven't had it in years. Oh, really? And you put cream cheese on dating up bread? It's delicious. <laughs> it's oh, brown color. We it's should really get good. some of that. Well, they have. I think they have it in Shoprite. They used to. I haven't been in there in a while. <laughs> <laughs> with this
1: covid i I'm know well that's here. all right stay put for another week or two i think but oh uh, yeah but yeah, yeah but oh i had a date cake and it had it was covered in caramel sauce
0: oh my god i must have knocked your teeth
1: out. and it had <laughs> bacon bits on top of it oh, with a little uh, nah. scoop of vanilla ice cream it was delicious well,
0: you should try the date nut bread because that isn't really that's not sweet like that with the caramel and
1: have you ever um made date nut bread?
0: No. Because you're a no. good baker banana bread. No, I'm not.
1: You don't think I think you're a better baker than you are just a cook.
0: I know. No, I'm not a bad but um, banana bread I make. All yeah, the time.
1: banana bread's pretty easy. It's hard to make to make that dry. I mean it's pretty moist.
0: Yeah. Well, you you have to make sure that the trick of that is that the bananas are really ripe.
1: Right. Brown,
0: right? Yeah. Barely ripe.
1: Because then I think they're very moist. Yeah, I think a lot exactly. of moisture goes in the bread. Yeah. But dates. It's all fun. right. Well, I liked the dates a lot. I'm surprised because,
0: like I said, they're so sweet.
1: I said it tasted like a very sweet Earl Grey tea.
0: Oh, really? That's what it tastes like. Mm, I don't know what it tastes like. All I know is it's sweet.
1: <laughs> Did you? Do you like? You have a lot of tea, right? Oh yeah, I like tea. Yeah, Aunt Liz, I'm and that different kind.
0: Aunt Liz oh, and Aunt
1: Rhoda used to come over for tea all for the time. Tea. Yeah. And you dunk your well, cookies. in the in.
0: morning when I get up, I drink coffee couple cups and then like say now when i get off the phone with you sometimes i'll have a cup of tea before i go upstairs you know watch tv i'll have tea but
1: the caffeine doesn't bother you doesn't keep you awake no
0: but coffee does no usually not because now i'm so tired from those kids (laughs) but it used
1: to i know because if i have too Uh, much caffeine then when i go to sleep my heart is like beating i'm like racing yeah and i love diet coke do you ever drink soda you don't drink that much soda
0: yeah daddy always buys it Well, we buy i get no caffeine you get the no caffeine yeah no caffeine
1: diet i never saw caffeine caffeine free diet coke they
0: have yeah, we bought. I think it was Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, but they have caffeine free.
1: I think Diet because I won't
0: drink worms. the other one.
1: I don't like Pepsi.
0: I don't know about the Coke, but uh, Daddy buys the bottles, the big bot. You know the yeah
1: two liters not the, or one liter.
0: The little bot, not not a real big bottle. Of well, soda. were That's they big you,
1: bottles or little bottles? No, because first little. you said he buys the big bottles. Now you're no, saying no, he buys the a little, little
0: bottle the little bottles oh boy
1: i mean that's well, tough i have here.
0: some in my friger- refrigerator daddy bought
1: some. of what are you talking about diet caffeine
0: fee diet pepsi <laughs> we buy diet coke too
1: <laughs> you sound like you're drunk caffeine fee
0: free caffeine free i said <laughs> clean you your said ears caffeine fee no, I didn't. I, I think said you had strange. a little
1: couple shots of something before you came <laughs> yeah, on the I Zoom. Yeah, I
0: should. You <laughs> yeah. need it.
1: Straighten you out. Oh, you've never been a drinker. A drink.
0: You never. No, drank. never. Nope. Even when we were young, never drank.
1: I know. Me neither. A little bit, you know. A little bit. You, you know. Had I
0: one or two drinks when we used to go out clubbing, but that was it.
1: Yeah, I know. And you know, in Los Angeles, you know, I've lived here ten years already. Can you believe that? Wow. But, you know, you can't drink because you have to drive everywhere unless you take an Uber. Yeah. But who wants to do that? It's so expensive. So you drive to a place, you know, you have one drink in a couple hours and then you can get in your car. But I don't want to have four drinks and try to drive home. It's too too dangerous. It's not responsible.
0: That's right. No. Yeah. No, I it's never did that. It's not worth it. I never no, did that. No, no by how, nobody's drinkers. Mike doesn't. Mike never even drank a drink
1: never once my brother nope that's a little much i mean he could have a drink and see if he likes a no, glass of I wine i don't
0: think he ever had a drink
1: if you have the right wine with dinner that can be very nice
0: yes yes you like
1: wine or not so much
0: yes i do but i think it has a lot of sugar in it
1: i don't know i think i think you're probably right but they do say it's good for your health to have a glass oh, or two of oh definitely
0: yes but
1: i don't have it every day
0: can I ask you questions not pertaining to this? But oh. how old was Edie when you adopted her?
1: <laughs> We're switching gears here. just, Edie? I just- yeah. Edie was a year old. She was like a year oh. and two months old.
0: Oh, okay. Because a friend of mine is going to uh, adopt a dog, but she wants a four year old.
1: Good. And, I,
0: and yeah, because her, their dog died and they're oh. really, really upset. Oh. So, but she said she, she's going to adopt them, but she wants a four year old one that's already trained and everything. Good. But, uh, I I didn't know how I thought I didn't know how old Edie was when you got Yeah, started. my dog
1: Edie was a year and three months old when I got her at oh, the shelter. Salsa. And she was perfectly trained. I don't know who had her, but they trained her beautifully. She sits, lays down. I taught her a couple new things like shake and she can wave bye-bye now. She'll just wave. I say wave bye-bye. Yeah. I Taught her how to do it with treats. Yeah. But she's been perfect she, ever since the day uh, I got her that seen, dog. Yeah. Yeah. A year and three, I think three months, because she was born in October and I got her in January. Yeah. So a year and three months. I'll I'll relate that message. But, but, you know, a four-year-old or an older dog, a senior dog. You know, that's funny, Mom, Lauren, who I ate the dates with, she rescued a senior dog. I think the dog was eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. When she got it, because they need homes too. Oh, I
0: know. And they wanted like a four-year-old.
1: And where are they going to go to get the dog, do you know?
0: Oh, I don't know any I of the particulars. I yeah. don't know.
1: But good they're going to rescue. Yeah. It's a shame cuz people well, she
0: had dogs all their life, had little um poodles and stuff I remember. Oh. Cuz I would go there and of course I'm afraid of dogs.
1: There is no <laughs> Make a oh, big God. make a big scene. <laughs> there is no reason to be afraid of a dog. I know. They just want to be loved. I know. Edie lays right on top of me. She's 80 pounds. Oh, oh she would never That's do anything sure. to you.
0: I know. Oh, boy.
1: All right. Oh, well, anyway. what are you going to do tonight? It's Thursday night. It's um, almost Same 8 thing o'clock thing I do PM. every
0: night. I take a shower and then I watch my two soap operas. And then I put on Home and Gardens, and like 10, 30, 11, I go to sleep because I have to get up at 6.30 tomorrow oh, morning. Oh,
1: boy. Grandma of the year. year. Grandma of the Year Award. That's it. Now, what's going on in your soap operas? Anything? And you know, This Is Us is back for the final season. Are you watching? Yeah.
0: I know. No, I'm not watching it.
1: Because I remember last season on Baby Mouth on the podcast, you had a lot to say about their flashbacks. Yeah. Didn't I don't enjoy. watch it
0: because- Yeah, well, I don't even
1: watch it anymore. Oh, boy. You don't have any shows that you're watching, like those kind of shows? Like Uh, NBC or CBS? You watch Be Positive. Mm. You said you liked it.
0: No, Daddy. Daddy likes that. It's real funny. He watches that. Oh, he watches tapes a lot. Uh, Young Sheldon. uh, Young Sheldon. And he loves the Blacklist. Blacklist. Well, now the Olympics start tonight.
1: Did you do any athletics in
0: high school? No. Oh, yeah. I... uh, Oh, we didn't have teams like in high school. We just had it during class. But uh, I belonged to a volleyball team after high school. We were called the Playgirls and we came Playgirls? in Playgirls?
1: Excuse that me. That was the name
0: of the team. That's
1: very racy, the Playgirls. That's like Playgirl well, anyway, magazine.
0: Well, everybody, that was the Playboy bunnies and all that
1: stuff at that what? time.
0: But any anyway the play you would ever heard of the playboy of course
1: but did you, you wear have... little bunny outfits while you played volleyball no, we,
0: of course not we oh. wore shorts and a shirt
1: god the things you learn about your own mother on this podcast that the play girls no big,
0: that was the name of the team but that's
1: a racy name don't you think
0: not back and then it wasn't All jim right back in the 60s but anyway we came in first place
1: wow yeah
0: roadie cat my all my girlfriend and this whole other group
1: wow you know, it's good now what other teams would you play though from different towns
0: no all from lynnhurst but all different people from different sections
1: wow you know if you
0: wanted to play you had to sign up and yes. then you got on a team
1: and you practiced not really no
0: <laughs> no we didn't <laughs> practice we just had games Then we'd have games like three different times on a I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday night. You
1: never practiced? How did you know what to do?
0: Well, we learned in gym, in gym class, <laughs> and we always played. I was good at basketball. We played ba- oh, We played God. a lot. I was pretty good at sports. I
1: was terrible at every sport. It was. I didn't want to do any of them.
0: No, I was good at basketball, at baseball.
1: Softball? Uh, not baseball.
0: basketball. I meant softball.
1: Yeah. Soccer? No, we didn't play soccer. No. Track and field anything hurdles or relay no, race? No, we didn't.
0: No, 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 no.
1: I never did any of that stuff. I don't like it. Even now, I no. go to the gym twice a week and I hate it. Mm. Well. you were going to the gym, you and daddy. Uh, yeah, I know. Well,
0: now. Vi's going to, uh, she's going to preschool your in uh, yes in uh, September, September. So I'm going to have a few extra hours. So should go back to the gym if this COVID would go away.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully you can go back to the gym even if you just walk on the treadmill for 15, 20 minutes. It's all you have to do. I know. I just read an article that said ten minutes. Ten of minutes. Walking. Did I'm you see that? that? Yeah. That it could minutes. extend your life by years, years and years. Yep, I saw that. Too. Yeah, very good. Well, all right, mom. I'm glad we talked about dates i always learned something new about my mother's childhood or her history or her views on food i always learned (laughs) to hear it yeah and and you know you're a fan favorite Oh, thank you. And I told you, people are contributing to the podcast. Now they're supporting it on Patreon or PayPal and also on my Venmo, Jimmy Smagula. They're sending me money. Wow. So that's very nice. Hopefully I can buy you something nice with some of the proceeds. No,
0: thank you. All right. No, thank you. All
1: right, Mom. Have a good night. Okay. Stay safe. The Baby Mouth theme song is performed by me and was written by me and Jesse Vargas. Jesse also orchestrated, recorded, and mixed the song. The Baby Mouth artwork was created by Tim Quartier. You can follow the Baby Mouth Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baby Mouth Pod. Tell me about your own personal food nightmare. Have you ever been forced to eat something horrible at a fancy party or on a first date? Is there a food you're afraid to try? I want to know all about your scary food experiences. Email me at Baby Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Baby Mouth wherever you get your podcasts. And please, don't forget to leave a review. Dun dun